Welcome to the Positive People Posse Living Room. I'm your host, Dom Green, Life Enthusiast and Marketing Director of Positive People Posse. Today, I'm very excited because I'm sitting down virtually with one of my long-term, old-time friends. We actually went to junior high and high school together, and, and it's just weird and uh, awesome to see how people have you know, really gravitated towards you, man. Like you, you became like the hidden mayor uh, of Kansas City, man. You are the hidden, that, hey. Like I, I feel like I'm up against you, man. No, but I'm sitting down with Adam Miller today. Adam, tell everyone hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, first of all, Dom, thanks for having me here. Um, Adam Miller, again, uh, not the mayor. That is Mayor Quinn, <laughs> is currently in that position. Uh, as Dom mentioned, we did grow up together. Well. In the, in the literal sense, Dom actually grew, and then I just kind of stayed the same size. Uh, so I've been five foot nothing, 100 nothing like Rudy since, uh, you know, 1987. So I haven't really grown too much. But in that amount of time, I've, I've done a few things. I've dabbled in, in some different spaces, started a company with some friends, work at Teach for America, serve on a couple boards with Big Brothers Big Sisters is one, uh, the Brand Lab, which seeks to diversify the creative industries. Uh, and, and create inroads for people of color, diverse backgrounds, orientations, et cetera, in the creative industries. Um, and then also served uh, as a member of the Centurion's Leadership Program through the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce, um, among a few other things. So, uh, Man, just it's just kind of a humble brag. I feel like I'm not doing enough right now. I'm not doing listen, enough. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to grow up, baby. I'm trying to be like you. No, you are the Kevin Hart of the Midwest. Uh, there have been a lot of references on that. And I'm actually going to probably put up a graphic of you looking like Kevin Hart. I can um, do a Kevin Hart impersonation if you want me to right now. Do it right now. Do it right, right now. now. Boom. Adam Miller on the podcast with Dom Positive People Posse. We out here about to make this happen. Damn it, America, get up off your ass. Stay positive. Let's get things done. It's time. Heart out. We're going to use that as a soundbite, too. That, that, is, that is exactly how we're going to promote this episode. I appreciate that. You know, I love your energy, man. You know, one person that I admire, even though that you're younger than I am, you're a year younger than I am, and I look up to you, uh, not in a literal sense, obviously, but... We talked about that. That's true. I do, I do appreciate, you know, everything that you've done for the community, and you kind of do it more on the hidden aspect. You know, I believe that a lot of times people think that these heroes are these people that jump on platforms and they're elevated uh, or, or they're not, I'm not going back about your height again. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they have to be on TV or they have to have this, uh, this entirely big audience. You're a common hero. And, and that's what I love about our community. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of common he uh, heroes out there, people that, you know, don't have the 10,000 followers, you know, and the positive P people possible living room is just really talking about talking with people that are, um, you know, common, common folk, you know, um, we do this in a layman's term aspect, but you know, if you really want to make change, you can do that. And that's what you've, you've shown to me over the past decade of, uh, your involvement with teach for America, you know, big brothers, big sisters, you know, it's not like you're making additional dollars by giving back. So I appreciate that. I think I'm actually losing money every, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen how you drink. I'm really living here. I've seen how you drink. That's true. You're I a social like, man. Listen, You're listen, social I got one on deck at all times. And I think, and that's a good tie-in right there. That's a good tie-in. So, so tell me a little bit about how you guys are doing some innovative things because so you're with the, uh, the KC, uh, KC yeah. 
what, what you is mad? Yeah, so our, so our brand, um, our company is called the AV Collection. And within that, we, we have several brands that we're going to be rolling out um, over this year and the next couple of years um, with all the intention of giving back. We always say the AV Collection uh, is a conduit to give back to the communities that have given us so much. So it's not enough to just turn a buck, make some money, and, and, and have a cool uh, wall art behind you. Like, you like those things, right? Good to have. But um, when you think about a legacy and what you're providing to the world, it's not anything tangible. Um, you know, objects, they, they suffer to rust, oxidation, and time. Um, but a legacy and, and truly giving back to what you believe in and a community that's uplifted you in so many ways is what lasts the duration of time. Everything else is cast into the fire. And so for us, that's the most important thing. How are we giving back and still making at least a comfortable living where we're able to afford two small shirts and some cool hats? So, <laughs> so, uh, so tell me about like, how'd you guys get on to, you know, doing the winery, you know, being able to go down this, this route? I mean, how did it, how was the conception? Like, how did you guys conceptualize this idea and then bring it, bring it to life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it takes a village, man. Um, but, it, but I will say it started with uh, my business partners that aren't on the call today. Keith Spreckles, uh, who's our certified sommelier and our team actually went to high school with Dom and I. School, okay. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Nimick, now Kelly Flowers, um, also part of the team as well. Uh, Jay Breeden is kind of our behind the scenes guy. Does a lot of the pitch deck work and strategy around like, hey, here's what the funding mechanism looks like. Um, here's how we can give back to communities, things like that. Blair Coker, uh, he's like the talker in the group, if you believe that. I'm not the talker, Blair's got that. Uh, we met in college and I connected him with Keith and then, you know, kind of just formed from there. We have other guys involved, Logan Forbes, um, he's involved hands-on as an investor, but um, also tries to get involved in spaces that make sense. And we have a couple of silent partners as well that prefer to remain in the shadows, uh, so to speak, for this time. But, you know, it's, it's a group of us. And, you know, Keith had this idea, he worked at a lot of, um, you know, wine reps and you know liquor stores and restaurants and really got involved into the wine industry and just got tired of making money for people without the intention of giving back it's great to enjoy a glass of wine but what is that glass of wine doing for that community around you if we have the privilege to be able to buy a 15 20 glass of wine you probably should try to find some way that within reason to give back to the communities that has allowed you to, to do that and so um, with that you know um, keith was like hey man i have this idea i want to start this company and I'm, I'm actually in Chicago. I'm getting off the orange line in Chicago. I remember this vividly. It's, it's so cold. It's like February. And Keith's like, I got this idea, man. This is back in 2018. He's like, I want to start this company. I want you to be a part of it. Uh, but don't tell anybody yet. I'm like, cool, man. He's like, hey, you're going to go see Jay Breeden, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, don't tell Jay. It's like, okay, I won't tell Jay. He's like, all right, hang up. First thing I do, I'm like, Jay, I got this idea. <laughs> you got to get involved. And so Jay's like, oh, man, we're planning this. We're having drinks. We're talking. And we call Keith up later that day. And Keith's like, dude, I, I told you not to tell anybody. Next thing you know, he's like, man, Jay is awesome. We need a Jay on this team. Good move. And, you know, it kind of started from there. And then, you know, Kelly started with Pino's Palette, uh, you know, the wine and paint um, kind of venues. And so she started that. And so she'd been proximate to wine for a long time and uh, decided uh, after going into business with their mother for an extended period of time that she wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, and so she came on the board of the team. And then Blair came in and you know, Logan, and the next thing you know, we got this whole, this whole company. So then it was like, you know, we started off importing wine. And that's great because we work with family-owned, uh, locally sourced grapes and, and, you know, vineyards and things like that. Um, we import this, and it's fantastic. We have a lot of different SKUs, about 150 SKUs of wine within our portfolio across Spain, South Africa, um, and a couple of locally-owned uh, wineries, which is fun. We got to travel quite a bit, got to go to Spain. I've seen you, man. You I know, was wondering was out here, what was baby. happening. <laughs> you know, I was it, wondering it was what work. was happening. <laughs> People think it's easy to drink wine at eight o'clock in the morning. 
snot. <laughs> nah, you still have the food taste in your mouth. It's yes. like, it's difficult, yeah. When your brain feels dehydrated like that grape, right? Yeah. See, I'm talking well, some wine talk right now. Exactly. And coupled with that is that I'm the only person on our team. Uh, well, Kelly speaks Spanish, and so does Jay a little bit, but, you know, I have a master's degree in Spanish linguistics and pedagogy. And so um, when we went out there, they're like, Adam, you're doing all the interpreting if it's needed. And so, you know, we're out, we're having drinks celebrating that we're in Spain until like three in the morning, and then we have to meet this winemaker at like seven and drink wine, and I'm sluggish, to say the least. This guy speaks no English, and Keith's like, Adam, you're on. Interpret between us the whole time. And they have this wine terminology that weighs above my pay grade in terms of knowledge, and I have to interpret it. It was hard work. Uh, but we got through it and got all the wine here. And after doing that, you know, the pandemic hit. And, and that really put uh, the kibosh on a lot of what we were doing, a lot of the momentum that we had. And so we had to get creative. And what that did in a, in a beautiful way was it forced our hand and, and allowed us to be a little bit more bold in how we were doing things, how we we're approaching our work. And so we always had the vision and the dream of creating what we call a virtual winery, um, where we're allowed uh, to bring the wine to you in a safe and responsible way. That was always our vision. Um, and then the pandemic just kind of like sped that up because people are always right now worried about like, who's touching my glass, am I being safe, who's washing their hands, who's not, are you wearing a mask, that sort of thing. Um, and so our, our new product, the KC Mac brand, is our first brand uh, rolled out within the AV collection. And this one's, it's cool. It's a glass and a half of wine, 8.4 uh, ounces, 11.5% alcohol, so, so go easy on them. Uh, but it's the perfect... Uh, balance and the, and the perfect amount of wine where it's in a can, it's sanitary, you can wipe it off, clean it, and then pop that can and it's good. Um, and it's made by a winemaker named Chris Christensen out of Northern Sonoma. Uh, he actually recently just got uh, Wine Enthusiast Magazine 40 Under 40. So tastemakers, taste excuse me. So um, shout out to him. Uh, awesome. Good work with that. And um, you know, it's, it's also nice to work with a black winemaker. Um, whoa, not, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's cool. The, the other day, the other day, I was actually watching Vice, and I saw that there was this yeah. black bull rider, and I was captivated. I was intrigued. I, I watched this whole episode <laughs> on this black bull rider because it's like really not a lot of black bull riders. So I, I, I can imagine that they stand out. You know, yeah. you being a black winemaker. So I need to know this guy's name. I might get lost on YouTube looking at his videos after this after this podcast, man. That's, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you, man. Shoot me the details on that, definitely. Yeah, so. Uh, Keith found Chris Christensen, um, and I always tell Keith, I was like, man, you hitched your, your, your horse to the, or you hitched your wagon to the right horse just in time, because, you know, he was, he was getting to an upswing, but people starting to realize he was good at what he was doing, he's talented, um, and we intentionally wanted to incorporate diversity into our brand. Uh, the mantra that we always say amongst our team is that we are exclusively inclusive, and, and that means, like, we, we are about making sure this wine is for everyone, um, and so... Chris is, is the brain, is, is, the, is kind of the thought behind the brainchild that is KC Mac in terms of its creation alongside Keith and determining like what are the grapes that go into this, how much effervescence and bubbles are you gonna taste from the pop of the can, um, that sort of thing. And so he's born and raised in, in Iowa, um, lived in Nebraska for, for a period of time and then moved to California um, and worked there as an assistant winemaker before doing his own thing. Um, that is amazing. So. You know, and I love, I love the fact that you can tell his story for him. You know, like that, that says a lot about you, who you are. I believe that you are uh, empathetic and you, you're very sensitive to understanding people's stories. And yeah. um, because of that, you guys are, you know, uh, purposely trying to put inclusion into your brand. I think that is something that like we're trying to focus on with 
some of the clients that we're working with right yeah. now. It's, um, it's all about, you know, trying to diversify and giving people the opportunity because, you know, there are a lot of diamonds in the rough out there that are just mm -hmm. seriously just waiting for that opportunity and doing, wanting to do something purposeful and big. And you know what? Collaboration is a beautiful thing because when we collaborate, oh my gosh, you know that energy that we get when we come up with an idea with one another? It's like, I'm like in a city right now. Man. Yes, Let's yes. Go, I want to do more. I want to do more. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that was partially why I moved to New York. I moved to New York because I wanted to uh, learn more. I wanted to learn more and meet more people. It wasn't diversify. <laughs> it wasn't from what? It wasn't for the pizza then. It oh, no, no. I, I'm a taco guy, but I do oh, like pizza as my that. secondary. You know that. I do know taco that. Taco Talks, if you guys haven't watched it, that's another shame. Nice little plug. <laughs> that up. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's really important for us. You know, I did recognize that within Kansas City that there needed to be more diversity. And, you know, it's something that we shouldn't shy from. We should embrace. Yeah. We should definitely embrace it. It's not something that it shouldn't be talked about. But, you know, there's there's ways that we can go about it. We all have our own angle of how we should do it. Uh, it's not about, you know, us all becoming like this uh, future billionaires, although that would be a nice goal to have. But it's really about breeding that that community. You know, we, we do know that we do recognize that there are areas that we need to improve. And so everything that I'm learning out here, I want to bring back to Kansas City. And we have this Kansas Please City do. influence. And, you know, 15,000 yeah. subscribers to our email, half of those is based from Kansas City. So we really do appreciate you guys following along, seeing our growth. And, um, you know, we want to continue to uplift people like Adam and, you know, uh, his company and his involvement. And I think it's really important that we show other aspects of diversity and figuring out how we can, you know, really just work together. And it doesn't all have yeah. to be about race. It's it's like really about building things, you know, and that's what you're after, right? Just building about people. Yeah. It's yeah. all about people. And I, and I appreciate just what you're doing with this, uh, with the podcast, with Positive People Podcast. I've been following, obviously, uh, the, from the genesis to now of what you've been doing. And it's been fun to see your growth um, and how you, you dream up these big ideas and, and you actually do them. Like so many people are like, oh, I'm going to do this. And they never follow through. Like you have this way of like following through on what you say you're going to do. And actually to like, even bigger than what you envision it. And the manifestation of it is actually oftentimes uh, greater than the conceptualization. So man, I um, appreciate that. Yeah, and you've been to every one of my events that I've, that I've done. I have, man. <laughs> you throw a good party, man. <laughs> Dude, life is a party. We should be, we should be rejoicing and having a good time, I've been waiting for you to right? figure out how to throw another event, you know, in the, in the midst of a pandemic. Man, I have so, so many out. big ideas that we I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I should do hey, this. Because some wine I do it. Events, yeah. Please. <laughs> we, we've lost a lot of money doing our Events, <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah. But you know what? The, the pure joy that I've seen you have at these parties, these events that we have, when we're really trying to raise awareness and proceeds for good mm -hmm. cause, like I've seen you have pure joy, and and that's really important. Seeing the looks on people's faces when they're having a good time, just interacting with people that they may have never even came across before like we're trying to bridge the gap here and yeah. i really can't wait for for us to figure out this covid situation like like i really want to get back to interacting with people like we used to man you know I, we don't know if that's going to be possible well, no, but i know, saw we can only hope. from somebody the other day and uh somebody, it killed me somebody said 
you know, I could really go for some precedent at times right now. Remember, it's like we're in an unprecedented time. It, like, like we were always in an unprecedented time, right? Like, well, I think it's just like we didn't know it would get this bad, right? We didn't know it was going oh, to be bottoms up, asses in the air, everyone like yeah. literally feeling the exact same thing. Dude, I live alone and I was talking to plants. I've named my plants. Here. <laughs> I swear, this is Figaro. I have a, uh, a mother's, mother's tongue over here, um, that stand, and then there's uh, a majesty palm named Joshua. And I would, I would literally talk to these plants. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Josh, what are you doing today? Like, I'm, I can't see my mama. You know, she got yeah. a compromise. She said, don't come by. I said, you my friend now. Was, you sound like Ja Rule right now. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like Ja Rule would be killing plants, you know? Hey, every thug needs you a need to hit it with some Luther Vandross. <laughs> 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 or, or loving you. Oh, my oh. gosh. I can't believe I just, okay. that was the first time oh. I sang on the podcast. No, nope. and it won't be like, I you're apologize. not that out either. That's safe. That's Ooh, that was kind of silky. I think it was the, the coffee that loosened up the throat. I mean, I think you heard Obama do it when he was singing. What did he say? Yes. Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that moment. We might add that clip in here as well. So, so tell me a little bit more about some of your hidden talents. What you need to, this is where you need to kind of humble brag. Positive ego is okay. You need to tell people like what your superpower is because I feel like you are small, but you are very mighty, and that's like your energy is unreal. Like when it comes to anyone that that I look up, that's young, look up to, that's younger than me, <laughs> it would be you. You are a superhero. That, man. Truly, I appreciate that. Likewise, uh, it's good to have older brothers to look up to, man. Um, my superpower, man. Um, you know, I uh, speaking of Obama, I applied to the Obama Fellowship a couple of years ago. I didn't get it. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> but you know that Obama yeah that old Obama he'll get you now shout out to Obama you do your thing man. enjoy your retirement uh no one of his questions in his application was tell us what you do um in 10 words or less and what's interesting about that is that you don't want to waste the words of, of 10 they only have 10 words right so you don't want to waste those words on like titles I'm the director or the senior vice president of what that's half your words gone right so it forces you to actually talk about the motive and the why behind the what, right? So what I say my superpower is in 10 words or less is uniquely positioning people to be the best version of themselves. Is that 10? Uniquely positioning people to be the best version of themselves, bam. Man, I love that. So that's what I do, that's what I do. And within that, that means that um, I've, I've, over time, garnered the ability to disarm complete strangers and get them comfortable and allow them to expose at least a modicum of vulnerability around me. Um, and, and the way to do that is by being vulnerable yourself. And so oftentimes overshare, uh, almost to a fault, where people are like, why is he telling me like all this stuff about his life? And they're like, well, I guess I should tell him something about mine. And There's a psychology to it. Yes, there's a method to the madness. And it's not disingenuous in any way. Um, I think when people are willing to become vulnerable, there's authenticity. When there's authenticity and vulnerability, there's trust. And when there's trust, you can build things together. Um, you know, part of the success of the AB Collection team is that we all trust each other. I've known Keith since I was four years old. I've known Kelly since I was 16. I've known Blair since I was 21. I've known Jay since I was 16. And, you know, I'm 33 now. So that's, you know, that's like 25 years of, of, of just getting to know people uh, in some respects with some of these guys. And so with that, it's, there's, there's vulnerability, there's trust, there's time. And so um, we trust each other. Um, and that is what allows us to take risks together and know that it's going to pan out 
in our favor so long as we link arms and we do it together. Man, I love that. I love that. And you know, like the vulnerability aspect, I feel like that's, uh, that's something that I've mastered myself is understanding that I have to talk about my losses too. You know, like, yeah. you know, I have had to, um, you know, open that aspect up because it's allowed me to meet new entrepreneurs that I would have never met, have conversations and go down paths with people that I would have never thought that I would have gone down paths with. Yeah. And understanding that, like, I am friends with people that are Republican, Democrat, nonpartisan, and my belief system is good intent. Yeah. My belief system is all about being reasonable. Yeah. And yeah. my belief system is also understanding that you only know what you know, right? And so when we have that vulnerability that we can divulge and talk about some of our similar things, mm -hmm. it allows us to really just kind of breed that collaboration that we were talking about, realizing that, okay, you may have never interacted with a person my shade, who yeah. knows? I don't know. Yeah. But at that point in time, that humility is there with that individual when you're connecting with people and you're sharing it all. You're sharing it to a fault where yeah. they, like you said, they think that you're crazy. You're like, why is he telling me this? Am I special? Do they see something in me? Right. And I'm willing to actually contribute and give people my ideas because it's, it's if you're going to put the energy behind it. And so mm -hmm. the collaboration, I'm always seeking new partners. I'm always seeking like, man, have you ever thought about doing this? This is free advice. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to do it with me, maybe we can do something together and it's going to be great. Right. But if we don't, at least you have this good impression on me to understand like, hey, I met that guy once mm -hmm. and you're willing to go on the limb and talk about the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Right. And so it's yeah. a win-win solution right there for, for all of us. You get to learn something about me. I get to learn something about you. I get mm -hmm. to basically even see if there might be another friend that I incorporate in my life. And uh, one thing that I, I really admire about, you know, where we grew up, we grew up in a town called Olathe East. Some yeah. people would call it Olathe Least, but, <laughs> but we, we've got, we got mighty excellence coming out of Olathe. Like it, it's crazy. It's amazing seeing what uh, people have done coming from the Olathe East uh, area of Olathe. And some of us, I didn't think we were going to get out of high school a lot. <laughs> man, man, I'm surprised <laughs> I made it out. You know, you know what? I became smarter well after high school. Um, it was touch and go there for us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Um, but the, the amazing aspect of, like, where we came from was the fact that we are very collaborative. I feel like it's unlike a lot of in, in environments or maybe just our group, you know, from – Oh, I would say oh two all the way down to oh six oh eight. You know, it yeah. seems like we have this nucleus of people that we're familiar with one another, and uh, it's not just this competitive thing. We just see people doing great things. Yeah, yeah. You know, you talked about me like coming up with these ideas and then going after them and doing it. I've had I've seen representations with you or uh, people like our good friend Addison, uh, yeah. Addison Price. Shout out to Addison Price. Shout out to AP. I know you're listening, and if you're not. <laughs> Maybe this will make Maybe you listen. Maybe just click subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, just seeing people, yeah, Chase McAnulty with Charlie Hustle, seeing people actually do these things yeah. are great. We have a good nucleus of people, and it's, it's infectious. Yeah. And so we need and to they, do more of that. And they all support one another. That's the thing. Yes. That's really cool. That's 100%. Cool it. It, it, it's interesting because our graduating classes, I mean, they had, like, what, five, 600 kids in each of our graduating classes, yeah. if not a little bit more. Um, that's a big graduate class anyway. It is. Much, right? But still, it feels like really small. Like, you'll see people 
that you haven't seen in years. I'm like, oh, hey, Adam, how you doing? Saw you on Instagram. Oh, hey, Dom, what's going on? Addison, hey, hey, Chase. It's like, and it's cool that people still are, t- are tethered to your life and, and still invested um, in, in your success. I think about, uh, this is gonna be a, a morose kind of melancholic moment, but um, Coach Wallace, our, our, our track coach uh, from Lathes High School recently passed away. And- um, Yeah, man. That, was, I, that really I, hit me right there. That, it hurt. It hurt because he was like, he, he was, a, I mean, I think he taught and coached for like 43 years or something like that, like a long time. Think about how many kids yeah. went through and under his tutelage and learned something from him about work ethic, about discipline, uh, about caring for others and, and all that. And, you know, I, I have three older brothers that, that were all coached by him as well. Um, I wasn't because I was never fast. I, I waited until I was 33 to become fast and athletic. Now it doesn't even matter. But that's just the point. <laughs> so... My point in this is that, uh, you know, his, uh, his celebration of life was just this past weekend. And I wasn't able to go, I was out of town, but I heard there were over like 1,500 people that, that took time out of their day just to pay respects. That's like, huge. people. And that's, that's just a sliver of people that impact. he's yeah, impacted. Yeah. Just a sliver of people. Yeah, you just never know. And like, I, I think about that, and I'm like, man. It goes back to legacy, man. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm tying all back to. That's exactly the point. Like when this is all done, when we're done here, man, like I, the hope is not like, oh, I want a lot of people in my, my, in my celebration of life. That's not the arrogance here, but it's like, I at least want to know at a cursory level how many lives I was able to touch. Um, and you just never know who's going to show up for you uh, when that day comes. And I, I think if, if he was here today and was able to see that, he would have been moved to tears. You know, that dude didn't cry for nothing. Yeah. Tough dude. Uh, maybe he was there. You know what maybe, I mean? Yeah, maybe he was there. He, you know, he, he was there because he brought everyone there together. Absolutely. You know, and uh, you know, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps right now. You know, those, you know, that's uh, you know, when you can kind of think about someone's legacy and yeah. you, you look back on not knowing when someone's going to leave, but you you remember how they've impacted your life. And I would say about Coach Wallace is walk i can remember walking down the hallways and seeing him you know how he kind of leans forward and and walking (laughs) you know (laughs) positive attitude man positive attitude uh me being on the football team and you know (laughs) there's two coaches you know uh you got coach mike and you got you got well you got coach wallace and then what's the other coach Um, coach myers coach myers coach myers you got coach myers and you got coach wallace and Coach, both coaches, I really appreciated. Yeah. Coach Wallace was the guy who I felt like was my friend and pulled me to the side and told me when I was fucking up. You know, he was, <laughs> he was the guy who was like, hey, Green, you know, this is, this is where you're fucking up, okay? Co- Coach Myers was like, hey, Dom, you going to be Superman? You're acting like Robin. You know, and so, so I, appreciate, I appreciate both of those, those types of energies, but you know, I can appreciate his legacy because I know that I valued his mentorship. Yeah, and yeah. mentors sometimes mentor when they don't know that they're mentoring. Mm-hmm. And it stays with you. He, he's probably long forgotten. Well, he probably had long forgotten uh, the conversations that he had with me, but it stood with me. You know, yeah, yeah. his legacy is stood with me. And I can look at him as a positive role model and knowing yeah. him being a white man to, um, you know, for, for black youth too, I think yeah, you know, black, absolutely. black individuals can have white role models too. And, and, you know, um, you know, I, I think we need more of that too. Yeah. We need, we need to diversify our role models as well. And, you know, and so bringing people to the other side, and, you know, um, he was a good representation for that. 
Well, that's a good point to make was around just that, the idea of having diverse mentorship. Um, you know, think about Coach Wallace, uh, and I don't know how we got, we got deep on the subject. So <laughs> yeah, we did. Real quick. Hey man, much love to the Wallace family, man. But the cool thing about him was like, he never treated uh, black and brown kids as other or less than. In fact, like he, he acknowledged our differences from others in the space and appreciated those differences. That's the thing about, uh, you know, this walk of life and how many like people of different colors, backgrounds, ethnicities, demographics can come together is that our differences are what make us so great. Um, what welcome divergent thought into a space. And that's how things are grown and built um, within that space is, is by, um, you know, differing approaches um, and divergent thought and appreciations of different cultures. And so um, he was very, very good about that. Never made me feel um, any different than anybody else, um, but always acknowledged that I was different anybody else at the same time if that makes Love sense. that. Um, so he had his way of like making you feel part of the group but also individual at the same time. Well um, I'm also going to say that you know you were different because you didn't really grow into that head until you got until about 25 you know. You still have all your hair I do not have that you know. Yeah, like, I still got it man I'm holding on baby I'm holding on for deal I'm trying to be like him right here Jimmy Hendrix. When, when I lost my hair I knew that I had to hone in on my personality. <laughs> Hey man, I'm the same way when I knew MIT and my oral health. Yes, oral health and, and 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 you know, I just like hey, if I'm gonna be little, I'm not gonna be weak and I'm not gonna be shy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna have the personality of a six five man and a five seven body. So that's up. right. So uh, like, that's who is that big that BDE dude over there? <laughs> you guys know what BDE is, right? Oh uh -huh. Adam Miller's got BDE. <laughs> Y'all know, y'all know about it. But, but we've got to, we've got to like really push for diversity and inclusion. You know, Absolutely. it's, uh, it's something that we always have to constantly talk about. And, you know, mm -hmm. before we actually started recording this, you really started talking about how you're, you're a part of some committees right now. And, you know, you, yeah. you are a part of this marketing conversation. And it's important because we, we can't isolate and uh, we'll leave an audience out. You know, we, we really do believe that we need to yeah, speak right. to people at, you know, a different, different times right maybe you can't talk to yeah. them at the entirety right but we do need to right. see representations of people how they can feel like they're they're being welcomed right with companies so Absolutely. talk a little bit about that yeah man so i mean i've, I've been drinking out of this big brother's big sister's mug for a little bit. <laughs> so, uh you know, we spoke on mentorship and i've been uh i've been a big to my little uh dj for gosh six years now since he's 14 he's about to turn 21 next august he's like we could get a beer next year and i was like no we will not we <laughs> Put that beer down. Never drinking ever. No rated R movies, but you know. So I've been a board member there for for about a year. But before I was a board member, I served on the uh, diversity board there uh, for the past five years. And you know, Big Brothers Big Sisters board services are typically fundraising in nature. Um, it's about bringing resources to the agency so they can they can broker these introductions and these relationships between a big and a little or a big couple and a little. And they're leading the nation. Yeah, we're we leading the, the nation. They're one of the best, best programs I've ever, yeah. I've seen. Like period, one of the one of the best nonprofits uh, I would argue um, in, in the country. I've been afforded the ability to work with you know two of the top nonprofits in their respective industries uh, for the last couple of years. And Teach for America, our region in Kansas City, is just dynamic and awesome. And I would put them up against any region in the country. It's not a competition, but damn it, if it was, we we went in it. Uh, <laughs> and you gotta have that positive ego, man. You gotta no, have a little bit of competition. Swag. We got swag. I hope my boss is listening. to This is like, hey, man, you said a lot. Look, man, I mean it. We're done for what we do. And similarly, Big Brothers Big Sisters is the same way. You know, there's like 300 and something agencies um, in the enterprise. And um, 
year over year, we're constantly in the conversation of being agency of the year. And that's because they take innovative approaches to brokering relationships and, and meaningful relationships that will stand the test of time. And so anyway, uh, the DEI committee is charged with uh, introducing um, professionals, young professionals um, in general, uh, of color and of diverse backgrounds, LGBTQ uh, orientation, of course, um, demographic, et cetera, to the agency. And letting them know that, hey, there's a place for you and there's a need for, for the knowledge and the, and the tutelage that you can provide to you. And so I do that work. And then uh, I'm also on the Brand Lab. And the Brand Lab started in Minneapolis area. Uh, Kansas City is the second branch of that. And basically, it's charged with uh, injecting diversity and creating a pipeline for diversity into the creative industries. And so uh, companies such as Barclay, uh, VMLYR, um, Bernstein Rain, like all these larger ad agencies um, that uh, are really doubling down on their intention of, of creating more inroads of diversity into their work streams. Um, and so this is a, a conduit for them to be able to do that. Um, and basically it, uh, it allows high school students to get exposed and get internships at these respective um, agencies such as this across the country. Um, and then at the end of their summer institute, hopefully they go off into school and they're like, no, I, I, wanna, I wanna continue to do that work. And it creates an organic natural pipeline um, it's going to take time, you know, to, to actually see those numbers shift from like a 95% white, 5% diversity to like a 50-50 or more sort of thing. But, uh, you know, they're putting their best foot forward in doing that. So I really have appreciated the ability and, um, and I'm humble uh, that I'm allowed to, to serve in such a capacity as that. Man, um, I love that. Yeah, those are, those are a couple of things that I'm doing there. And then, of course, within our, our wine company, KC Mac, uh, our brand, um, you know, we, we donate back to the Harmony Project through that can. So for every four pack of cans, can wine sold online, uh, we donate $3 of that to the Harmony Project, which provides musical instruments and sustains music programs in the urban core of Kansas City. So, And that's a dollar, uh, not a percentage, right? That's a dollar, yeah, not a percentage. Dollar, that's a dollar, percentage. That's a dollar. Yeah, that's a dollar. So wow, like, that's a big pack. commitment. I yeah, know how that goes. Three bucks goes right back to that charity. So again, uh, you know, we're not in it for money. We're in it to like make a decent living, but um, also give back what we can. So those are just some of the ways that, um, you know, I try to do what I can. Um, with, with the time that I've been given these plans. Man, I love that. You know, the power of purpose, when you have a power of purpose and you actually, like your mission statement that you wrote for Obama, um, when you have that purpose and that mission statement, that is your guiding light yeah. into your reason why. And having a why has really always been the impact of, you know, what Positive People Posse is. You know, we do digital marketing. Um, you know, we've had to, you know, really understanding that our purpose for the forefront and what people know us as is, you know, they know us as this positive mindset brand, but in the background, you know, we have to, we put our, we allocate our resources to that mindset message. You know, like it's not, it's not what's making us money. There's no money in positivity. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> you know, I, no money in positivity. There's what's trending right now is WAP. Not PPP, not positive <laughs> people posse. Okay, so you know you have wild to, and positive. <laughs> wild and positive. I like that. We're gonna make a shirt now. We're going wild and positive. As We're gonna donate some proceeds here. I love that. I love that. See, that's collaboration right there. That's the energy yeah, we're talking is. about. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> so you have to have a purpose, and you know I believe that like right. in your like for you, that's all that you've ever known, right? It's you like when you get into these programs, you sign up for these charitable aspects of your, your time. Charitable can be your time and energy, right? You, you're learning something. It's innate, you know, in your nature, you're allowing yourself to like learn new things from different people. And when you become sensitive to things, 
it allows you to figure out like, okay, you know, there's, there's more for us to do. There is more yeah. work for us to do in the Kansas City community. And uh, it can start with the drink <laughs> because those, those drinks, you can have some great conversations with your friends. But when you wake up with that hangover, you're like, oh, man, I just committed to a lie. Hey, hey, low sulfate. Do this? Low sulfate. It won't be, it won't be that bad. <laughs> okay. 11.5%. I'm only having one. <laughs> drink responsibly. Um, please, please. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> all of that, you know, it's, uh, it's really impactful and powerful when you can associate a brand with your, your message, you know, a brand yeah. with your purpose. And, you know, we all should be doing something for the community, the community as a whole, community for, right. for diversity. Um, and that's our mission, you know, like if we're working with clients, we do know that our res we're giving back still with resourcefulness, you know, like we still have big plans to do events and, you know, we need mm -hmm. more companies to do these things together with. And, you know, so I'm, I'm always looking for ways for us to broaden our horizons and help help out companies like yourself because we know that there's there's value there you know there's there's our last uh our last guest um last week episode it was billy brimblecom with steps of faith um he's oh, cool. got yeah it was it was an awesome interview Very um cool. he's tied in with jason sudeikis and they're giving oh, back yeah, cool. somehow you know like it's yeah. so awesome seeing that you know we have you know so many people that are doing something for their community and wherever that is, you know? And so, yeah, I think yeah. it's really important well, for us and, to continue driving that. Uh, just, yeah, and just to brag a little bit on Kansas City, uh, I think, and, and, you know, quote me if I'm wrong in the statistic, but I think I read somewhere that per capita, Kansas City is the ninth most philanthropic city in America. Like you think about, you know, the Kauffman Foundation, the Sazan Foundation, the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation, the Sherman Foundation, there's a foundation for a foundation for a foundation, right? And people are just looking for ways to give to missions that make sense. And so. For those of you who listen out there, if you've ever had an idea of how you can give back to a, to a marginalized or a downtrodden community or one that's forgotten, like get creative and then know that there are resources and, and finances out there, not just in Kansas City, but everywhere that you can leverage that and, and get some impact of yourself. Get creative, get collaborative, all of that's really important. Um, and then also, you know, so tell me a little bit about some of those, the resources, um, you know, that you guys are dedicating with the, the $3 going to, uh, to that foundation. Like, how is that allocated? You know, yeah. the more and more that I learn about, you know, foundations, it's, dude, it, it is so awesome to see, like, how those, that money's being allocated. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. So the, the Harmony Project, uh, you know, I, I, I found, like, I wasn't good with, with music at all in terms of, like, musical instruments. I couldn't really sing well, as you all have already heard. <laughs> but you and I can, like, start a band of the most awful singers. I'm not sure what we're going to call it. <laughs> Bad Key. Parents can use it to punish their kids when they're not listening. Yeah. Like, oh, listen to this now. <laughs> this is a single torture. It's perfect. Every parent needs. We can market them. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the basics of the of the program is, um, you know, again, sustaining music programs in the in the urban core because it is expensive. You know, brass instruments, wind instruments, stringed instruments, all those. Um, you know, getting those donated to schools and getting those in the hands of kids so they can actually have an outlet for creativity is super important, just from like a developmental standpoint. You know, um, most of the brain develops from ages zero to four. And then like there's a huge gap of that also develops from ages like eight to 15 um, in terms of like knowing like right and wrong, morality, moral compass, um, you know, self-identity, um, introspection, all that. And I think having the arts in your communities and, and around you is super imperative um, to ensuring that the development is as cohesive and, and well-rounded and comprehensive um, as possible. And so, um, you know, Blair- Gotta preserve that. 
Got to preserve that. You have to, man. Like music is everything. Like I don't, do, I don't go a day without listening to music. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, I can't drive my car without listening to music or a podcast or or something. Um, I could be in silence sometimes, but rarely. Like I, I need stimuli in that way, um, and that's what music provides and allows kids to be creative and to explore other areas. Like that is what fosters growth in like, okay, I can create this, I can create that. Now they wanna get into industries such as advertising where it's not a completely uh, whitewashed space where there's actually diversity infused in that. And that is birthed at a young age. And so as much as we can, um, you know, help build a constituency with organizations such as the Harmony Project to, fo to, to facilitate and foster that growth in that way, we wanna do that. Um, and so, yeah. so now, yeah, I'm definitely understanding the tie of Casey Mack wine now. Like, yeah, well, Casey Mack is a music theme wine. So yes, it yes. And you know, like, that's what's really awesome is the fact that when you really think about, you know, art, art with music, art with, uh, you know, painting, music influences a lot. You know, Jimi Hendrix right there. You know, I'm, I'm seeing this poster behind you, not poster, but painting. Well, on I got canvas. Some of my pillows, man. Look at yes, this. yes. <laughs> Every aspect when you, when you look at, you know, even the vibrant aspect of the murals in Kansas City, when you see the murals in Kansas City or New York, you know, you see the inspiration of music. You know, mm -hmm. music is color. It's something you hear, but yeah. music is color. And not yeah. color of skin, but color of sound. Yeah. And, you know, the influences from color to, you know, uh, for that sound is, is another thing. That's when I was talking about race, you know. <laughs> um, but there's, there's so many influences that we all influence each other and mm -hmm. it's also spelled into the art of the mural. It's, it's spelled into the art of the music that we listen to. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, the abilities that we have when we tell people that you can do something versus what you, if you can't do something. Right. It changes the dynamic of everything. There's a mind shift that happens. And when you tell someone that they can play an instrument or be a part of a band or develop these relationships, they're, when you're in a band, it's collaborative. Yeah. So you're telling someone that they have the ability to learn something with music and then they get to collaborate with more people and then their mind starts thinking creatively in advertising or whatever it may be. You know, all of the, you never know where the past going to lead, but they are going to be influenced. They're, they are gonna impact their environment and let's hope that they pass it down, right? Yeah, I always tell people like our, our, our charge as adults reaching back is to create paths for the youth behind us, it's not to tell them which path to take though. You create as many options as possible, but you allow them to elect where to go. Um, and so that's, this is just merely creating another path for kids to be able to do something um, and, and watch them grow. Like there's a lot of talent that comes from the Kansas City area with regard to music. Janelle Monet um, went to Schlegel High School and now she's like world famous, world class. Like she's amazing. Grammy nominated, like it's, it's, it's right here. It's right Actress. Here. Actress, like, I mean, she's done it all. And, and, and without the arts, where would she be? And so, um, actually, she's more of an actor. The twall. The twall. Yeah. So it's 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 cool, man. It's cool to know that every time I crack one of these cans, or I pass it to somebody, or or I see somebody at the liquor store buy our wine, it's it's like it's like hearing your song on the radio. It's like, oh man, they're playing our songs. We we finally made it. But more than yes. that, it's like we're making an impact. Like every time a can is popping, you hear that. That's a life that's being changed, and that's. Yes. Cool. I love that. You know, even for us, you know, um, you know, we're not really this like this clothing brand. Some people may see us like that, but it is really the uh, conduit for us to 
develop a new relationship. When you're wearing something and representing us, you, you know, you're leading with this mindset and belief that, you know, we're, we're a community. And what's beautiful is the fact that people have, you know, bought our brand um, in Germany. Australia and you know our listeners are there you know there are people that are customers uh, our listeners are clients that we help with our digital marketing but what we're trying to do is really just breed community and so when you see um, someone like it's bigger than just the product itself you know like cracking mm -hmm. your can whatever like no they're supporting someone no they're supporting they even if they unknowingly don't know that they're supporting something they, they are. are supporting something and it's huge you know like that feeling the first sale is the best sale you know seeing yeah, people actually respond to it how's that felt how's that felt like seeing Dude. people like pick up your guys's your guys's it's product crazy. it's crazy i remember getting on instagram when we finally like rolled it into our first store uh and we went on one soon live we're like hey it's out like go get it whatever and to watch the the, the cans just drop in level over time i'm like it's happening yes. and people are like, this is really good. Buy it, get it here. I'm like, yo, the support yeah. is crazy. Like you just, people that you didn't even think were riding for you like that will ride for you. I um, love that. And it's just, uh, it's the coolest feeling to know that not only are they supporting us and what we're doing and, and, and but also giving back to the community that supported us. But if it sucked, they'd let you know too. Yeah. Hey, I bought this KC yeah. wine. And it's- That's Chris Christensen for oh. making a good wine, man. If it wasn't for you. <laughs> You would be nowhere. I got the hat apparel, you know what I'm saying? Might need to get some shirts with positive people posse. Who knows? I love it. You know, here's, here's the thing. Um, what the, the biggest switch in today with marketing, what I've realized is, you know, um, it's not about your product, right? Mm -hmm. It's you are not just a wine company. You are a platform. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a platform that can be a platform of change, a conversation, Absolutely. but it is a platform for conversation. So, you know, look at your guys' brand. You know, this is the only advice I can give you as a place that could be of influence. And so you guys are directly influencing a market in a subtle way, you know, because they'll like the product, but there's a message behind it. And so you're more of a media company than anything and everything because you're, you're communicating, you know, this change and, and, and really trying to do something for a community. And so, um, yeah, you're, you're going to work for someone. It's not that people are just buying stuff from you. Like you're actually going to work for the community. You're going mm -hmm. to work for the Harmony Project. Yeah. And, and so, you know, like that's, I think that's what a lot of companies need to also understand is like, no, we're going to work for a community. You know, like that's what we're doing. Yes. That's what There's revenue that needs to be generated, but we are going to work for people. Yeah. So yeah, that mental shift right there. It's, it's servant leadership, like, man. That's what it's about, servant yeah. leadership. And, and that's been a phrase that I've used for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like right now, um, obviously we've done some of the same things over and over for decades. And we hope that someone was going to bring the result to change for us, no matter who's in office, no matter what happens in this political year, the years to come, you know, it really does right. start with companies too. It starts with yeah. people. We can actually induce change yeah. if we are companies like we have more power than if we realize, then we realize uh, and so we, we all have to figure out a way to actually make that diversity and inclusion happen, make this impact happen early on. But it starts with us. So, you know, Adam, I appreciate you being on the, 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 the living room today. I'm going to say this one more time so I can edit it. Adam, I appreciate you being on the living room today. This was an okay. awesome interview. You know, just having a childhood friend, uh, just doing great grand things and giving back to his community. 
you know, that's very huge. How can they follow you? Yeah, man, really appreciate you uh, for number one having me in the living room. This is a lot of fun. I need to get that backdrop, man. That's, I thought mine was killer, but then I see yours. I'm like, man, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty dope. I like that a lot. <laughs> that's fly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you can, you can follow us um, at KC Mac wine. That's at K-A-Y-C-E-E-M-A-C wine, W-I-N-E. You got this logo right here. Boom. Repping the merch. Boom. Get you a can if you can. Boom. Right on the back, it'll say a little bit about our mission. There's a QR code for you to scan it. Take it right to the website. You'll be able to purchase that. Again, uh, a purchase of a four-pack of wine, $3 of that purchase online. goes right to the Harmony Project, which helps, uh, again, benefit musical programs in the urban core um, throughout the nation, but starting right here in Kansas City. So we're hoping to expand to all the Harmony Projects across the country. But right now, we're working uh, with the Kansas City branch. So um, that's what we can do. Um, so like, yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can follow us. Go to our website, kcmacwine.com. Check us out. Um, again, super appreciative of, of you all listening, tuning in. Uh, thanks to Dom and his team and, and doing the great work you guys are doing. Um, and I'm excited for your book to drop. I'm excited about that. You know, another Thank hat you. that I wear is that Teach for America. I'm the director of a, a leadership development program there. And so um, being from an education uh, background and peering through that lens is really exciting to see that you're doing that for kids. And so man, I appreciate you. it, man. It's all about purpose. Yeah. Thanks again. So follow, like, subscribe, stay tuned, live freely, and stay positive. Stay positive. Stay positive.